Welcome to Fly Cool Shit. Fly Cool Shit. A podcast about flying cool shit. Join us weekly where we talk about aerobatics, warbirds, tailwheel flying, unique aircraft, and much, much more. Let's start the show. You're cleared into the box. Smoke on. Hey guys, welcome to Fly Cool Shit. What's up, Jeffy P? Ah, uh, not much. Just uh, you know, I missed your voice. No, I miss you too. We've been trying to get together, but the Northeast is. It, I wish that like, I wish hell was cold because it'd be so much easier to talk about what hell was like and Satan and all this shit because it is just a disaster here with the amount of snow and the freezing weather. I just. This is the word, like, I don't get it. Like, maybe hell is nice right now with, like, a tropical climate. It's hot down there. I, I wouldn't even mind being in hell. Wouldn't it be nice if it was, like, seasonal? Like, you could, you know, you can hit you can hit hell in, like, the winter months, you know? Yeah, and it's, hey, like, it's like nice. I'll just go to my kid. My kids' names are Mason and Piper. Like, hey, Mace, Pipe, let's, uh, you want to take a uh, weekend vacation to hell? And they're like, yeah, Dad, that's awesome. I love hell. Sounds great. <laughs> it's pretty cold here. <laughs> I love it. Just, I'm just such an idiot. Within 10 seconds, I've just ruined our this whole episode. <laughs> that's my talent. <laughs> to cancel Jeff, that's flycoolshit at gmail.com. Send in your comments. Um, before we introduce our guest, I have a bone to pick with you. Where is our where is our intro? Oh my god. Yeah, my wife is vacationing in hell. And um, she's on <laughs> she's almost she's coming back. I totally forgot. I will have that. I promise I will have that. Otherwise, I don't know. We'll figure out something during the show that I'll have to do. Maybe I'll have to, you know, run outside. I'm not sure if our guest has heard our awesome uh, intro, but um, she will gave gave a little spoiler alert on on it's going to be a a female. Our first female guest. It's our first female Um, guest, right? No. Oh, I can't remember. I think it is. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't. I. Can't ever remember the last time I talked to a girl, actually. So I know, no, time. same. It reminds me of high school. Um, yeah. So she's gonna find out that we pay. I paid somebody on Fiverr fifty bucks to make this intro, and I don't know if she's heard it or not, but it's it's horrific. But she'll hear it on this episode. But we've got to get a good intro going. We will. We will. Okay, I'm gonna make it great. Sweet. Well, without further ado, let's get our esteemed guest on. Uh, she is Chapter Thirty Eight President. I get to call her Mrs. President. Um, she's Madam, Madam President. Madam President. Yeah, not Mrs. President. Who the hell? What the hell? Um, God. <laughs> she's an esteemed aerobatic pilot, uh, Bush pilot, tailwheel pilot, corporate pilot, Brittany Lincoln. Hi guys. What's up, girly? Hey. Hey. Not much. Not much. Thanks for having me on. This is this is exciting. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, this is my my first ever podcast. So. Well, you're our first woman guest. Fantastic. Yeah, so there's just a lot of firsts today. Super exciting. Yeah. And our podcast is old enough to drink. This is episode 21. Oh, is it sweet. really? It is. You should have given me a heads up. I do have a bottle of wine sitting over here. I might have to go uh, crack it open then to celebrate. Crack it open. If it was like yeah. any later, I'd, I'd probably have a glass of wine. I even texted Jeff. I was like, I'm so debating on whether to have coffee or wine right now. I mean, it's past noon, man. 
That is true. Does it does it intimidate yeah. you, Bert, that Mark is such a classy guy? I mean, oh, he's Jesus. like a fine red. Um, he knows his stuff. I mean, I would be intimidated to go on a date with him just because he's he's just so classy. I'm tall, <laughs> a lot of hair. He's tall. tall. Yeah, I was I was about to say I, I usually I usually uh would not go on a date with a guy that I have to look down on. So yeah. in more ways than one. <laughs> exactly. You can interpret how, that how, how you want did to. Did you meet <laughs> what? How did I, how did how I did meet you, how, Yeah. How did I meet Mark? Um Mark, we met at Livermore, didn't we? Yeah, Attitude. You yeah. were working uh, at Attitude. I was an instructor there. Um, shout out to Attitude Aviation, who what is, is now no longer. No longer. No, um, I think we met. So why would you give them a shout out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think we actually met before that. Did we meet? Um, I did my instrument rating there, and I think that you were instructing. You were still instructing. I think you were pretty much only doing you know, kind of some acro stuff. And they had, they had the pits and the extra at that time. Yeah. I then that, then I would have been there. Primarily oh. all, all that you were flying. Cause I would, I'd be back in the, you know, the trailer they had that they'd set up for kind oh, of yeah. classrooms. Oh yeah. yeah and, and they, they kept the parachutes back there. Yep. Yeah. And I was, you know, sitting in there learning about hold entries and watching you guys walk by with parachutes going, damn it. I'd rather be doing that. <laughs> Gosh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to get, um, I mean, I brought the extra from South Dakota there. So, um, I was, and I was teaching there even before that. So as long as the extra was there, I was there. Was um, you were yeah. wearing, uh, Air Jordans and flying aerobatics? Air Jordans. Yeah. I'd, I'd like, or no, Reebok pumps. Oh, you're wearing the Reebok pumps at that time? Reebok no, pumps. no, that's not true. That's not true. I saw him. He was wearing like platform shoes that he got a hot topic so he could reach the rudder pedals. Hot topic with flames. <laughs> oh my god, Sorry. Yeah, a bong in his backpack too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mark. You know I love you. Oh, this is gonna be a fun podcast. I could already tell. <laughs> no, it's um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and like um. You know, we've we've only had the pleasure of flying together once, and it was in the four twenty one when I uh, we flew down to Visalia. You were picking up a plane to go back north, and then I was going down south. It's so ironic that we're both um, so like uh, affixed to aerobatics, and yet we have not done aerobatics together. Yeah, that's very true. We'll have to we'll have to fix that. But yeah, so um, give us a little bit of the resume. So. Uh, I also want to talk about your your meteoric rise through aerobatics, but you're a current chapter president. Yes. Um, if I remember correctly, you are the 2019 Southwest Regional Champion. Um, for sportsmen, yes. Yeah. Uh, for Southwest right. and the and the Northwest, actually. Yeah. Very uh, cool. And and Southwest Primary all in the same year. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And how that long, was how long were you president for chapter 38. Did you just become it or? Um, no, this is my, let's see. Your second year. Yeah, it's my second third? year. So maybe it's how my you third year. It? I actually became chapter president before I'd even ever flown a contest. <laughs> see, like, and that's a really good point that you just brought up. And that's like 
one of my uh, my biggest push for people is I feel like the IAC kind of has a, a little bit of a stigma where like you have to be an aerobatic pilot to join or be a part of it. And I feel like there needs to be a push for all those people out there that just love watching aerobatics or want to know more about it, that they can join and be a part of the club. You don't necessarily have to have to fly. Um, there's so much that you can help with volunteering and just being around airplanes and, you know, being a group, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, I'm not dodging your question, but I'm, um, you know, I think our, we have a very active, uh, chapter in Northern California. We're pretty fortunate and we, you know, it's, it's, uh, interesting. Obviously this is a, a big topic right now within the IEC. In fact, just earlier this week, Jim Burke had a, a call with all of the chapter presidents and it, it was a topic that came up and was discussed extensively that, um, you know, many chapters are having issues with this. You know, luckily we've, we have a lot of people in our chapter. We have some people in our chapter that aren't even pilots. Um, That's awesome. You know, How many but members they, you have in your chapter? Um, active enrolled members, you know, that have actually paid their dues. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's about, I'd say between 50 and 60. That's awesome. Yeah. So we have Gosh, that reminds me. Am I am I over am I out? I think yeah, I, yeah. I th- you're, Am you're I really? Also, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm sure you are and if you are I'm going to charge you interest. Charge me interest. I I yeah. just reminds me. I I can't remember the last time I renewed. <laughs> I may not I may not even be a member. I'll check. I'll check when we get off. Um, okay. I'll check the database, but but yeah, I agree. It's, um you know, there's there's definitely you know, things that can be done and should be done to, you know, to, to what's the word I'm looking for, I guess, generate interest and, um, <clears throat> and get people involved. You know, you don't have to necessarily be a competitor, um, to be a yeah. member or to, to even be involved in the chapter. Do you find that the, on the, at the president level or the chap, I guess the chapter level, I should say, uh, do you feel empowered or do you feel like, um, the upper levels of the IAC want to empower the chapters at the chapter level to kind of uh, heed this problem or like kind of, do you, do you, oh, do you, ab- you feel like ab- you're getting the help you need? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of freedom to, uh, to do what we want within the chapter. You know, we, we try to, in chapter 38, we try to have, meetings with some topics. Obviously, people are there for a reason, and there's a shared interest uh, and passion for aerobatics. That's that's kind of the common theme. But as we just said, there's lots of people who, who've never even flown a contest, you know, or maybe have gone out and just done some loops and rolls and nothing else. They just are fascinated by it, and they like being around it, and that's awesome too. Um, or even just to get people to show some interest. We'll have chapter meetings on on just kind of general GA topics, right? Not something that is necessarily only about competition or about aerobatics. And, you know, obviously that that applies to all of the pilots. Um, but yeah, and, and the, you know, the IAC is absolutely supportive of that and, and you know, gives us quite a bit of freedom. And, and in terms of if I have the support, absolutely. You know, I don't, if I were to call Jim Burke right now, he would pick up and say, Hey, what's going on? And if he's not available, I'll get a call back with him in, in two hours. So I don't know what else I can ask for, uh, in terms of support. It's, it's been great. So yeah, I'm excited for what Jim's doing with the uh, club. I know not much has been really kind of, um, I know there's a lot of work behind the scenes right now. Um, and you know, there's scuttlebug about a website and 
some other stuff. So I'm really pumped to see it come out this spring, I think. And, uh, you know, he's definitely got the uh, resume uh, from the RC world and, and what he can accomplish there. So I, uh, yeah. I really think he's going to do great. I really do. Yeah, I do too. And he's, you know, if you, if you talk to him at all, he's so dedicated to it and he's so passionate and, and enthusiastic about the organization and about, you know, making sure that, that it not only sticks around, but it, that it actually thrives. So right. yeah, I think there's going to be some, some exciting things to come. It, it'll be good. Mark, I don't know about you, but like I'm holding back because I want to hear all about this MX talk. And her- oh, I can't wait! Yeah, I can't wait. Can, can we just jump into it? Because like well, I'm getting so awkward, just like being like, yeah. So I'm so interested in hearing about you being a chapter president. Please tell me more. <laughs> well, can we build? Can we at least build up the, the 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 you know the hierarchy of what she's kind of flown aerobatically to get to this point? Because yeah. this is this is yeah. big news. This is I mean, it's the, it's probably the biggest. Um, I don't want to speak for her, but my guess would be it's probably one of, if not the biggest um, kind of pivotal changes in her aerobatic career so far. Yeah. No, yeah, I want to, sure. um, I want to hear actually about the, I'm looking at your Facebook. I'm going to friend you live. Add friends. <laughs> oh, look at this. There we go. Magic oh. in the making. Uh, that's how, that's how smooth I am. My God. Like, yeah, <laughs> a little friend request there. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and Slide that in there. <laughs> so what is it, a laser? That I was flying previously? Yes. Laser. Okay, yeah. cool. I've yeah. never flown a laser. And it's always like, um, I've heard that they're very similar to the Extra 230. Um, it almost, I almost feel like they're better than the Extra 230 when I see them fly um, one after another. Um, but where did you get yours from? Like, when did you get uh, it? The laser? Um, it's actually... Dave, it's Dave Watson. Do you know Dave Watson or who he is? I don't. He, I'm on, he he's is, the West Coast. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the, the West Coast. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say he's the, uh, you know, kind of a Bay Area staple in terms of um, aerobatics and, I mean, competition aerobatics specifically. He's, a, you know, been a Why coach for a long time. In the Bay Area. What is, I don't know what Bay Area, is that like a slang term? Like, I mean, it's, it's just like uh, it's Northern California. I don't know. All right. It just sounds I don't know. Let's say NorCal. He's he's like the NorCal. He's I mean, I call him Acro Yoda. (laughs) I just want to like B Mark because he just looks like he has the best life. He lives in the Bay Area, which is it just sounds cool to live in the Bay Area. He drinks wine daily. He's in beautiful weather. Got a great family. He's got a midwing. I I mean he he rides I hate him. He 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 rides a bike around in a singlet. It's hot. Mark, do you shave your legs? You know, that's the one thing I haven't done yet. Everybody's telling me to do it too. Like my, my buddies that are real hardcore into cycling, are like you got to shave your legs. I'm like, you know, I don't have to do anything. I'm not yeah. doing do they it. Have like a, don't, do they have don't a shave, shave legging party? Like, Hey, come over. We're all getting together and drinking wine and shaving each other's legs. Oh, Is that what they do? <laughs> I hope not. I'm about to sell my bike now. <laughs> Hey, Brendan, go get the shaving cream. It's in the bedroom. <laughs> Chad, get the lavender. It's my favorite. I said, I said shaving cream, not lube. <laughs> oh God. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. I, I just, oh, I can't, kind of I can't, I don't even know. Um, Davey Watson. Yes, yeah. Davey Watson, Acro Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. He's a former, former president of the chapter and, staple in in 
Northern California for aerobatics, I would say, you know, the, yeah. the okay. list is fairly short in terms of people that are, have been around a long time uh, that have, you know, a pedigree, uh, obviously a laundry list of accolades that, that he's accomplished and that kind of gives back and teaches and critiques and things like that. I would say that's a, I wouldn't say there's a huge list of people in Northern California that do that. Would you Britt? I don't know really. I mean, to the level that Dave gives to the organization is committed. No, I mean, yeah, nobody else. Uh, yeah. No, nobody. I oh, mean, wow. if, if, if Dave went away, if Dave moved away or Dave stopped being involved in the organization, I think that chapter 38 would go from being one of the most active chapters in the U S to, yeah. I mean, he is the backbone of chapter 38. Yeah. You know what he gives in terms of everything His his commitment on all levels is, yeah, he's a, He's he's a good guy, and yeah. um, so so you know Dave has been flying competition aerobatics for I think about twenty years, and he's been flying unlimited for I don't know 12, 12 to fifteen. He flies unlimited in the laser, in the four cylinder laser. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's great. He's done yeah. unlimited in his pits too, right? Um, no, he flew advanced in the pits, but he's not okay. done unlimited. It's yeah because of the G limitations. Um, oh yeah. Okay. But anyway, so the laser is Dave bought the laser. He, he was a partner in it years ago with a friend of his. And then that friend got out and Dave bought it. And so Dave's had the laser. I'm I'm actually not sure how long, maybe eight years, 10 years, something like that. Yeah. And, um, anyways, so it's his, but he has, he has partners in it. So I'm one of the partners in the laser. There's four of us in the laser. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah. How do you like flying it? Oh, it's, it's awesome. I love that airplane. It's, it um, looks really fun. Yeah. It's, it handles great. It's, it's very responsive. I mean, it's, it's a great airplane. What, what would you compare it to performance wise? Is it more than say like a mid wing? It's, it's definitely more than an extra 200, I would say. Um, what would you say, like a pits S2B? Um, no, it handles so different. I mean, Dave also has a pits S2B, um, which I've flown, and it's it handles completely, completely differently. Um, you know, obviously it's a monoplane, so it, it has the monoplane feeling. But um, you know, I've never flown a, a extra two hundred. Um, you've never flown. Well, I guess just up until recently, you've never even flown the 300, right? Uh, I flew, let's see. What's the one I flew with Wayne Handley? Oh yeah. You flew 300 L with him, huh? Yeah. That's a, that's right. 300. Yeah. That was a 300 L. So I flew, that was the only, until last week, that was the only extra I'd ever flown. I forgot Um, about you. I forgot that you flew with Wayne. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So you know, speaking of which, I don't know if I really like you anymore because you go to Southeast Arrow and you, <laughs> you know, freaking fly some great planes and then you just are like, eh, I'm going MX, which we're going to get into. And I get it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing around. But but how oh, could you not go with an extra? I mean, oh, God, you're talking to two extra fanboys here. And I, I know, I know. We'll, we'll get there. I'm, we'll get there. <laughs> I, I, I don't can't know. Give away all I, don't... The, I can't give away all the goods at the beginning of the podcast for people to stop listening right now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, well, 
let me ask you this, Britt. So I, yeah. you, you'd been training, you're training in advance. You have been, um, uh, mm-hmm. am I not allowed to talk about that? No, no, you're allowed to talk. We can bleep it. We'll cut. We'll have Mitch, no, no, no. Mitch, we're going to cut that. We're going to cut that. Sorry. We're just talking to the producer. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so thumbs up. Oh, okay. thumbs up. Cool. All right. Um, so how, how long have you been practicing in advance and what was the real, what was the real kind of like, I don't know. Did you have like a kind of a, an epiphanous moment where you're like, I need, I need more than what the laser's offering. Like what, what did it for you that, that kind of sent you down the journey to get the MX? Right. Well, so, you know, Dave, Dave is my coach and, um, you know, part of the reason why, so I don't know if Jeff knows this. I have only been flying acro for about two years. This sounds like an excuse is coming. No, 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 no excuses. But my, but my point is, so I started in the decathlon and I flew the decathlon through sportsman and then, um, and then I became a partner in the laser and started flying it in intermediate. And you know, I always said to Dave, because he's the whole reason why I'm even in this sport. And, and Dave has always been, you know, he's going to laugh when he hears this because he knows that it's true. He's always been just so hardcore on the laser's good enough, damn it. And it's four cylinders, but I'm still beating guys who are flying six cylinders. And Oh, he's one of those want, guys I, that are I like, wanna, it's I, the... I, I, it's I don't the want to spend exactly. I don't want to spend that kind of money, and it's ridiculous to spend that kind of money on the sport. And and um, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, I agree to an extent. Um, but you know, then then he met me, and obviously, I was flying the decathlon, fine, whatever. And as I started to progress, you know, and then and then I'm like, yeah, but I really want to. I really want to. Uh, bigger airplane you know and he would always say no you don't need it you don't need it it's the pilot not the platform it's the pilot okay i also agree with that to an extent um (laughs) can i tell you where i disagree sure go ahead she she she, did you hear her brain skip she's like yeah asshole who's never competed tell me um (laughs) where i (laughs) where so the only reason i would disagree is when you start it's it's almost like taking It'd be like taking a Toyota Camry to an F1 race. Like at some point you can have the best driver in the world in that Toyota Camry. But if everybody else is driving an F1 car, you, you're still not on the same playing field. Like, I, I so agree. I agree with that completely. That's why I said I only agree to an extent. I mean, yeah. and, and whether you like it or not, the airplane just shows differently. It presents differently. Verticals look different. The roles look different. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's a more exciting judge, airplane. It is a more exciting airplane. And the fact of the matter is, is that it's the judging, whether you like it or not, there are rules and there are criteria and it should all be the same. But the judging is somewhat subjective because it's judged by humans. There's yeah. an element. And you can't take you that like, variable out either. You can't take it out. And whether you like it or not, I'm sorry, if you if you put an extra on a vertical upline with rolls on it and then you have the laser do the same thing can the laser do it yes uh can it do it with precision yes um if the judge could take away any kind of bias you know being a human being uh can a can a laser fly that line 
to a perfect 10? Absolutely. But if you have two those two airplanes doing the same maneuver, whether you like it or not, uh, if it's flowing the same way, it is very likely that the higher performing airplane is going to score better. It's just, it's yeah. Truth. Well, and it's just the nature of the beast. Now when you're, you're, you're judging the individual flight, but you're also comparing it to what you've seen so far. Exactly. So That's there's exactly my point. Yeah. There's no getting out of, uh, judging the company as a whole. <laughs> so if yeah. you're the last guy to fly in a laser, yeah. you're being judged against every person that went before you in a 300 or 330 horsepower, you know, SC or MX or something yeah. to the like. Yeah. The other thing too, with the higher performing airplanes that, you know, it's a lot of the, uh, you know, and I, I, I agree with Dave Watson as far as flying in a, uh, an airplane that's underpowered because it, it will teach you. Um, and I'm sure it's going to, it's going to be great for you going to the MX. It's, it's really going to help you. But, um, the problem with the lower powered airplanes is it, it limits you to develop your own style because you're, you're time constricted in terms of when you can place figures and, and your cadences. Whereas like an MX, which is, you know, what you're getting, you can really, if you really want to be dramatic with your points or if you want to be dramatic with your, with your uh, lines and angles and hold them longer or however you want to do it, um, it will allow you to do that. Whereas, you know, when you have the laser, I had the extra 200 or a decathlon, you're really limited into your time on the line or a roll rate. And, um, you know, that's the, that's the fun thing. And it lets you develop your own style, um, where yeah. the other airplanes really can't. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I don't, that sounded good, it, right? I think it, it, sounded, it, great. it sounded great. I, saw, I it, sound like you knew what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was so, good. Yeah. So the interesting <laughs> thing is to that point, I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that I, I'm very glad I learned in the decathlon. Um, it has taught me some great basic fundamentals. And every once in a while, I hop back in the decathlon and go do acro just to humble myself and remind myself that <laughs> I'm still really screwing things up sometimes. Um, but, uh, you know, you fly the laser and it's all, I mean, aerobatics in general is energy management, right? It's just what kind of energy management. And then flying the laser, you learn energy management from a conservation perspective, right? It's all about mm -hmm. energy conservation and exactly what you said, Jeff, um, timing and, and, and uh, where you're placing roles. And with MX, it's going to be energy management, but it's going to be more about how the hell do I tame this thing, right? Yeah. So uh, the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> was aerobatics always on your agenda? Like, it seems like you were never going to, you're not the type of person that's ever going to be happy flying, you know, like a Cessna, unless it's a 152 aerobat, um, which we can delve <laughs> into. Which is the but, ultimate machine, by the way. Yeah. Did anything else like kind of, were you torn going into aerobatics and instead of say, you know, going into getting a Stearman, like more, more antique -y stuff or more like an RV or hot rod type airplanes. Um, was there anything else you were kind of looking at getting into before you, you set your uh, sights in aerobatics? No, not really. I mean, I, I have a super cub. I have a PA 18, um, oh, which cool. I realize is not an acro plane, but um, I grew up in Montana and my dad is a pilot. He taught me how to fly. So I've done quite a bit of mountain flying and, and like backcountry flying. Um, so I really, you know, I really enjoy that as well. And, and I kind of just thought that most of my flying would be straight and level and in the mountains and the back country when I could. And, uh, Acro was never on my map at all, honestly. And, um, 
I got until into you it. Until met Mr. Pollard. Until I, and <laughs> yeah. No, until I met, I never, I never even done any acro when I knew him. Um, oh, you saw his, no, bullshit. Attitude. You saw all his GoPro videos and you were like, oh my God, who is this? <laughs> star no. of a man <laughs> star because no, that was that was before gopros were even invented <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding um no i mean i always thought it was cool right when i was at uh yeah when i was going through my flight training and and they had the at that flight school they had all the aerobatic airplanes and i'd see the people walking out and with the parachutes i was definitely intrigued um but i'd never done it so i didn't I didn't really know anything about it. I just, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Those guys seem like, you know, they're having fun and it's pretty awesome. But I, I had no appreciation for it. Um, so I was, I was riding on a tug with John Quayle, you know, John Quayle, right, Mark? Oh yeah. I actually talked to him. Uh, I got to, I saw him Sunday. Yeah. So he's, he's like my other airport dad. And uh, I was riding down a hangar row on his tug with him and we, we rode past this hangar and the hangar doors were wide open. There's these beautiful red airplanes in there. And I literally jumped off the tug while it was moving. And I just walked into this hangar and said, hey, these are really beautiful airplanes. Can I drool on them? And it was Dave Watson. <laughs> I had no idea who he was. And uh, he said, sure, come in. And it was uh, his decathlon and his pits as to be. And he started talking to me about aerobatics and the IAC. I'd never even heard of the IAC. I didn't know anything about aerobatics. I'd never done any aerobatics, nothing. And um, and then he s- said, well, I was going to take the pits up for a little flight. Do you want to come with? And I said, yes. <laughs> so uh, we went in the pits, and that was the first time I'd ever done any acro. And That's a good uh, plane to get the, get the bug bit or get, yeah. get bit by the bug, I should say. Yeah, it seems like so, we need more Dave Watsons. Yeah. Yeah, he's he uh, we do need the world does need more Dave Watsons. That is for sure. Um he's a big he's a he's you can tell he just loves it. Loves spreading it too. Yep. So, yeah, so that's how I got into it. So I wasn't ever considering anything else cuz you know, it wasn't really in my wheelhouse. So, uh he has the decathlon and and uh he I started training with him and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> cool. So awesome. So laser, you had some decathlon, super cub, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you yep. decided to yourself that you want to move up into, I guess, a six cylinder. And yeah. obviously the only two choices right now. Well, why didn't you look at the game bird? Um, you know, we never, honestly, we never really discussed it that much. That's a good question. I, Shame on I, you. I, I know. I, I, in, in <laughs> fairness, I don't know much about it. Um, I, I really don't know much about it. I mean, I've seen pictures of it, right? And it's, uh, it's a beautiful design. It's really I, cool. I think you should still go look at it anyway, because Phillip's a really super duper guy. And he's not like a sales mini guy where like, you need to be buying one to go look at what's going on. Um, yeah. But just from like an aerobatic perspective and a factory, um, it's really neat what they have going on there. It's uh, you would really like it. It's uh, I yeah. had a great time. I went down there and um, really neat stuff of what they're doing. But anyway, so minor oversight. How does it? How does it? Have Forgive you flown you. one? No, it's okay. Have you yes. flown one? How does it fly yeah, compared I, to? Have you flown an MX? 
Um, I've not flown an MX-2. It flies okay. better than an LX, though. Oh, well, that, that's, a, that's a tough word to use because it's more like apples and oranges. I thought I liked it better than the LX just because I felt it was a tad more nimble. And uh-huh. um, the only thing I didn't like about it is the elevator's a little little funky on it. I always say funky. It's just, I don't know. I'm not an... It's huge. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's a yeah, huge elevator. Yeah. Really yeah, twitchy. Super twitchy. But I liked it. I mean, I really, I came back smiling. And I will say that if I'm ever looking for, you know, a two-seat certified airplane, you know, when I get older or whatever, or if I want to get something to take my kids up, um, it's, unless there's a really, you know, the... I think it kind of depends on the price range I'm going to be at because, you know, outside of an MX-2, um, I really, there's really nothing that holds a candle to an MX-2 that's proven itself in competition, but just for yeah. something that you can go fly some advanced figures and tool around and, and tumble a little bit with two seats, um, you know, it depends on price, but I will definitely be looking at a game bird for sure. Um, when, when time comes, I was really impressed with it. But, yeah. and that doesn't say any, I'm not trying to shame the LX. I flown the LX too. And that's what made me buy the SC. But um, it's just, I think it, it depends what your mission is. And um, I don't know, it's different. You know, I've flown extras a good portion of my uh, flying career. And, um, you know, it's nice to kind of change things up and, and have something different to look at in a hangar, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Of course. so. So did you look at the extra before the MX? Um, yes and no. <laughs> on, on this trip, uh, we flew out. So, uh, so you know, Dave and I got this airplane together. Um, and I, I think that he finally, I finally broke him down. <laughs> what was the, so what was the, what was the criteria? Like, so when you, obviously you guys came to this decision together, like, okay. And this will benefit both of you. Um, like when, when you were like, okay, we're going to do this. What was the criteria then to find the airplane that you were going to buy? Yeah. So, you know, I think it's probably no secret, Mark, you know, this, um, the, the goal is to make the U S advance team in 2022 to qualify. And so it's obviously something that he and I have been talking about and discussing. And so I'd say the first criteria was the best platform to give us the best chance. Sure. And, you know, the laser is a great airplane and, and it's awesome. But as we just discussed, right. Um, you know, I, we would both definitely be an underdog, right. Playing laser. Uh, at nationals um, yeah. in advanced, in advanced. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, yeah, that's, it, it's such an awesome airplane uh, and was, you know, obviously Leo uh, rest in peace. I mean, just an iconic uh, um, practitioner of the laser, but I mean, it's just one of those things. It's kind of like an S one. Like it, it was great. It's just not where the sport is moving is not, there's not going to be a place for that in upper level, you know, outside of like the regional contest. It's just not a laser is just not going to do well at national yeah. or, or international yeah. competition. Just not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. There, there was, there was a laser at the unlimited worlds 
uh, last year. It, it didn't place very well, but it made it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I, I agree with you, right? It's a great airplane. But also when, when Leo was flying it, uh, there weren't extras and MXs. No. So, <laughs> and he, and he was also shaving the cooling fins off his engine to make the airplane lighter. Like he was an, he was a, he was an insane monster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trying to get that, trying to get the, you know, the performance, um, you know, out of that airplane that, that, you know, it was so limited in horsepower, obviously you had to make it lighter, uh, yeah. just to get, just to get some increased performance out of it. And it's like, now it's like, okay, just throw 330 horsepower on it and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, so um, I, no, would, I, I would say that was the that was the kind of the primary driver, and then um, you know we talked a lot about uh, you know a single seat. Do we want a single seat? Uh, which obviously the laser is, um, but you know for for going to contests, um, it just made more sense if we if we could get into an airplane that had two seats that would give us the performance that we wanted. It made it makes much more sense for traveling, for tra- traveling around and going to contests. Not that everywhere we go, we have to have uh, the Cathlon in tow. Basically, yeah. for no, all intents and purposes, uh, yeah. And 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 at that point, the Cathlon is just acting as the station wagon, right? <laughs> right. Sure. So, so um, yeah, that those were. Those are really the. So you narrowed it down. You're so right now. You guys are sitting around. You're going, okay, MX2, top of the list. What else is there? Um, LX. But we won't mention that again. Um, you know, we. <laughs> you know, we LX. actually. The funny thing is, is that the MX2 in our initial discussions was not at the top of the list. Really? Um, we yeah. We well, we hadn't. We hadn't even really talked about it or discussed it that much. You know, it's not. I mean, we basically were like, okay, we're going to get an extra. Which one is it going to be? Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what you know, right? But you wanted and, two seats. Well, ex- well, we t- yeah, we still toyed with it. We talked about it, and and we said, well, you know, let's go fly them. We you, know, you wouldn't even buy a you wouldn't even buy a fifty thousand dollar car without test driving it. We're not going to buy an airplane like this without flying it first. Sure. So, um, you know, so actually, how this happened was, I mean, a couple things, um. Mitch Blokovich has been telling me for, you know, over a, over a year, you need to get an MX, you need to get an MX. And it was, you know, it was always kind of just in, in, in jest because it wasn't actually ever a serious consideration. And obviously oh, Rob Mitch. Hall, Rob Holland, oh, Mitch. Is, exactly. Rob Holland has also, you know, told me multiple times, yeah, get an MX. And, um, well, uh, but, first mistake listening to Bobby Holland. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> What does that guy know? <laughs> what does yeah, he know? N- not much. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, we we actually called. We were getting ready to to fly out to Florida to fly some extras, and we called our insurance broker just to say, "Hey, we're thinking about doing this. Could you give us a rough quote on what it would be to insure us in a three thirty LX?" Just trying to figure out what this was going to cost us. And she said, yeah, sure, no problem. We hung up the phone. She called us back 10 minutes later and said, hey, if you guys are looking at LXs, would you consider an MX2? I know of one that's for sale. And uh, yeah. Who's your uh, underwriter? uh, Yeah, it's Terry, exactly. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oregon, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. No wonder. I'm like, <laughs> like that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. most, most underwriters would be like MX uh, experimental. No, 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 no. We don't want to touch that. Yeah. I feel like Terry's owed a commission right now. That's awesome. <laughs> I gotta, I I'm going to mention that too. I got to call her. Yeah. So she's the <laughs> one like, that hey. put us in touch with Kevin, um, you know, and, and we were like, oh yeah, maybe we should think about that. So I called Mitch. Uh, Mitch is offered to have me come out to Georgia anytime I want and, and fly the MX. And so I, I called him. I said, Hey man, I'm going to take you up on your offer. And he said, okay, great. When are you coming? I said, how about next week? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why we, we flew out and uh, flew with Mitch and his MX as our, as our demo flight. And then, uh, is he a good pilot? And don't lie to me. Of course he's a good pilot. Did you hear the pause? Did you hear the pause? There's a pause. Pause. There's there's a definite pause. Are we still recording? Did he mess up the the landing? I know he did. Actually, actually, no, he didn't. At least not with me. I don't know how his landing was with Dave. Unfortunately, he tried to put us on his insurance to, to let us to let us fly it. He's gonna let us just take it, but they were gonna double his premium. Oh jeez! I'm not. I I'm actually kind of offended by that. I mean, what the hell does that say about me, right? Um, <laughs> Don't even get me started with the insurance crap. I could go on forever. It's. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Falcon wouldn't well, even insure me. I'm like, I have like seven thousand hours and like two thousand hours of tailwheel. Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No. Is that all? That's all pencil time, right? It's all pen. It's all pencil work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I bought it. I bought the hours. Yeah. He he watches Flight Aware, and every time an extra leaves Livermore, he logs it. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that in there. Yep, yep. <laughs> Point five. I got some. I got some five hour flights in that thing, man. I did some transcons. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you fly the MX before? Uh, did you fly with Micho before going down to Southeast Arrow? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we flew the MX on Thursday and we flew the extra on Friday. So what? How did that? How did that? Um, did that change your perception on things? So obviously the MX two, in 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 a lot of ways, especially over the extras you flew, largely more capable um, and and higher performance envelope. What did that do to your perception of of you know you've flown the 300l before and then what you flew the 300lc and the 330lx at southeast um, or did you just fly not, we did not fly an lx doug didn't have one arranged for us so we okay. didn't get to fly it yeah how, how did that uh, how, did that change your perception as far as like flying the mx first and then knowing what you know about extras i mean i mean it must have been a shot shot in the foot for extra not not that it's um you know it is either way but um did that change? Did that change your mind on extra already by flying the the MX first? Yeah, kind of. I I was shocked. Um, you know, I'd flown that was then. I'd flown the three hundred with Wayne. I flew the three thirty LC, which, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't flown the LX. Dave has flown a three thirty LX. Um, you know, if you ask Doug, Doug said it flies pretty much the same, just the difference is the aileron. I don't know if that's true or not. I, you know, I, I would, I would not say LX, that that's true. <laughs> I would imagine the LX handles a little bit differently. Um, but, uh, man, I got in the, I flew that MX and it was, 
it was not at all what I was expecting. Yeah. What were you expecting? Well, yeah. What were you expecting? And then what did you get? You know, I, the only experience that I had to base it on was, um, you know, flying 300 with Wayne. And so I was expecting, I was expecting something similar, but obviously more high performance. Um, what I was not expecting was how high performance it was. I mean, it, it fucking blew my mind. <laughs> I don't even okay. know how else yeah. to put it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I shouldn't say this being recorded and I especially shouldn't say this to you two. You guys mo- might both go, Oh my God, we're breaking <laughs> up. The podcast is ending. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but lots of people have asked me how the two compared. And again, please keep in mind, I didn't, I've not, also not flown a 330 SC, but uh, the analogy I came up with was the, the extra was like a teddy bear and the MX was the damn monster that sleeps underneath your bed. I mean, wow. It, that, that, that big of a difference. Crazy. In one second, and, I'm just unfriend. I'm just unfriending you on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> blocker. Blocker. <laughs> and, like I said, it, it might've, it might, I'm sure a, a part of it was a function of that I flew, I'd probably have a different perspective if I if I flew a 330 LX or especially even an SC. Um, but, you know, everybody that I've talked to that that is familiar with both platforms also says that they're just they're just different airplanes. Yeah, uh, they can't they handle differently. I mean, the MX will do it will do whatever the hell you ask it to do and it without hesitation. It's not going to try to correct anything, which is also intimidating, right? It's I'll be honest, I'm intimidated by this airplane right now um, for many reasons. But that's probably a good approach. I would be, too. Hell yeah. But it definitely, you know, it was immediately apparent to me it's, that um, if you make any mistakes, any mistakes in this airplane, yeah, it will show. You will not be able to hide one thing. It will not even attempt to correct anything that you tell it to do. It will do exactly what you tell it to do, which is going to be great for some things, but um, I'm going to have to learn to fly the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. So. It's got to also be like, you know, how was your feeling before and after uh, flying the MX2, you know, and your appreciation for uh, Bobby Holly and what he can do? Because... <laughs> You know, I feel like if I flew the MX2, I would like get down and I'd be like, how do I can't even imagine. It's just making me like appreciate what Rob does more with that airplane, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, first of all, he's not even human. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the way that he, I definitely had a bigger appreciation for it. And um, yeah, what he does with that airplane is, is awesome i mean even adam messenheimer right he's an, uh, he's an animal he is he's a total animal and yeah. you know, even just even just last night before i went to sleep i was <laughs> don't take this wrong tell way. us more I, I, tell I, us don't more take this the wrong way i'm i was laying in my bed in my hotel room watching okay. videos and? of adam messenheimer <laughs> fly the mx <laughs> how else are we supposed to take this <laughs> By the way, like 10 of our listeners are like going into guardrails and crashing their cars after that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So if if you put really bitchin' acro videos of yourself on YouTube, I'll probably be laying in bed at night watching your your videos. Um, I love it. We we crave it. We we like Jeff and I talk about this all the time. Like we, we want 
like good content all the you know what i mean like i think any you know acro geek out there would agree like if, if there's good stuff to watch or you know people want to watch it yeah yeah. yeah, Adam. Adam's. Uh, I love watching him fly the MX. It, one one commonality, and I would love to get your take on this, um, especially since you flew both so close together. Is you know the way Adam flies, obviously the way Rob flies, very smooth, very relaxed. The the incline of the seat and and the position, you know, the tub, um, really make for you know comfortable aerobatics. I should say in the MX compared to the extra. And one thing I notice is it it. Very, um, you know, extras, you're, you're, I'm sure you're hitting the stops in the, in the MX too, but, um, very aggressive movements and very swift and, and quick and aggressive, I guess would be the way that I would, I would describe it. Whereas when I watch Adam or Rob fly the MX, um, it's very, it almost is like they move, they move slower, but the airplane does not move slower in their, you know, so they, they input slower, but the airplane is obviously doing, you know, whatever it needs to do. And I'm sure they're going to the stops and things like that, but a very relaxed, um, calculated movements, um, in the MX. Did you find that going from one to the other, like just how different the input is to, to get a net result of whatever you're doing? Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a good observation on your part. It was, and I, that was something that I underestimated when I flew the MX. I mean, I'm used to flying the laser, right? And you've seen my videos. I fly two handed. Yeah. Um, and it's, it was, it started from flying the decathlon cause I yeah. had to just because I didn't have the strength with one hand to do a lot of the maneuvers that I was doing the way I was flying. And it kind of translated over into the laser and it's worked out well for me. Um, <laughs> and when we went up, it, it's just habit. And I had both hands on, on the stick and, uh, I pulled my first vertical and Holy shit. I mean, I pulled and I hit the 45 and I snapped that thing because oh, I, yeah. I didn't even pull that hard because I knew I already went into it knowing that I was going to have to be more gentle and not as aggressive. And it was still too aggressive. And it's, yeah, the the amount I actually had to move the stick was so minimal and the airplane was so responsive. That's really cool. I, I love watching that. And I, I, it looks like it would be a really fun, uh, flying style to have, to be able to, to be able to do, you know, uh, yeah. by comparison, cause you watch so much hard work in some of these airplanes. And just like you said, two handed, like so many of these people are flying extras two handed the entire time, you know, they're only taking their hand off the stick to move the power and then they're coming right back on it and, you know, doing whatever they need to do. A lot of people fly one handed, but I haven't seen anybody fly two handed in an MX and there's probably a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the reason. I mean, it's, you know, honestly, I, I, uh, before Dave and I decided that we were going to go with the MX, I called, I called Rob and I'm like, Rob, I, I want to have a very serious conversation with you. You know, I said, I, he hasn't seen me fly except in videos that I've shared with him. And, uh, but I just said, it. you know, I'm still, I'm very inexperienced in the big picture. Right. And I'm, I asked him, I'm like, do you think that I'm going to be able to handle this airplane? It's, it was an honest, legitimate concern for me. Sure. And, um, you know, we, we had an honest conversation about it. And the answer is, and this just shows you what kind of airplane this is. He said, yes, absolutely. But he said, you're going to have to start from the basics. And, and I know that I'm going to have to. He said, if you take that airplane out and you try to start flying an advanced sequence right away without just 
relearning these maneuvers in this airplane. He's like, you're going to get your ass handed to you. So it's almost, you got to not, obviously not start from scratch, but every maneuver from primary up, you're basically having to relearn the, the, the characteristics and the flight envelope of the MX to, to, to get yourself up to speed. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. So, and I'm hoping, you know, I mean, the way that Dave has trained me to fly acro is to fly based on sight picture, not on muscle memory. So, you know, I guess this will be the true test, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's exciting. If if I'm super exciting. Yeah. Well, and, you know, unfortunately, the sight picture, sight picture will probably change a little bit in some aspects, I guess. But um, all you got to do is relearn the new sight picture. Exactly. Sorry. What'd you ask, Jeff? No, so where's the airplane now? Is it still in uh, Florida? Yeah, yep, it's in Florida right now. Um, It was when we went and saw Kevin's. It was in the middle of annual, which which was actually perfect because it was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was totally pulled apart. We we got to look at everything. Um, Spar, we bore scoped the engine. Um, everything was pulled apart. So it was actually, it was, it worked out perfectly that we were able to fly Mitch's and then do a really thorough inspection of Kevin's. And so that's nice. If every, Kevin's, if every, it looks like a clean airplane. Oh my God. It's, it's beautiful. And you know, Mitch kept telling us that his, that Kevin's airplane was so much nicer. And I mean, Mitch has a beautiful airplane. When we saw Mitch's. I thought, well, I don't know what he thinks is wrong with his. And then we went and saw Kevin's and it, I mean, it's gorgeous. I mean, Mitchell's has no wheel pants right now, so like, I, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know how how we can talk about beauty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. How yeah. Dare. <laughs> <laughs> so. so what's the plan now? Is it, you guys are obviously going to go get it at some point once the all the the sales processes close. What, when are you guys hoping to do that? Yeah. So. Um, if everything comes together the way that uh, we're hoping and it's looking like it will, we'll head back to Florida next week and bring it back. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That should be a quick trip in that airplane. That's probably, what is a cruise at? Like 200? 220. That's awesome. God. Jeez. And, and here's the other thing. I mean, honestly, you know, we're talking about comparing airplanes. I mean, it cruises at 220. And when you get it to altitude and, and lean it out, it's burning like 13 gallons an hour. Yeah. That's nice. That's super efficient. Yeah. So. No, and especially like at the regional level, you'll be, you'll get to every contest uh, on the West coast um, relatively easy. No, oh, super easy. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a big MX gang forming almost like Alon's getting an MX. You just bought an MX. Um, Jim. Jim Burke is getting an MX. There's like a. Brad Worst. Brad Worston has a brand new one coming. Yeah. Yeah. His second, know. his second uh, or his MX2, I guess, to, to complement his MXS, huh? Yeah. I, I thought it was an MXS, a new MXS that he's getting. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys have like a click now. This is uh, yeah. it's a little intimidating to the extra family. <laughs> odd, you know the odd ordered one. The the yeah, yeah. That'll be pilot. She ordered. That'll be exciting to see. Yeah. yeah. Who, who is this? Odd. odd. I can't remember. I can't remember what her last name is. She yeah. isn't she the AUD? Yeah. The she won worlds, didn't she? Yeah, we talked about her. She won worlds like what a few years ago, right? Yeah. Um, she had a 330 SC and, 
is selling it or has sold it and has an MXS on order. Yeah. So how is it like, I got to ask you, Britt, um, mm-hmm. you've been competing for two years, you were saying, um, yeah. and how is it as like a female, like showing up to a contest? Is it tough? Cause I feel like, you know, the contests that I've been to where there've been some girls there and everything like that. Um, most of the people are like cool and everything like that, but you always get like those like one or two a holes that like have to like make like a, like a stupid joke. Do you run into that a lot when you go to contests? really not that I can really recall I mean I I honestly if that has happened you know I'm I don't remember so obviously I don't really I just don't care to me I don't care right I'm there I'm there to fly and I'm there to fly and I'm there to have fun and I've made some really great friends in the sport and met some great people and uh you know if somebody wants to there's dicks everywhere right (laughs) So literally, um, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's two of them on this call right now, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. Hey, um, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I don't pay around. attention and, and the airplane, <laughs> you know, airplanes don't care. The airplane doesn't care who's flying it. It'll do what you tell it to do, and and if somebody has a problem with me being a female, I mean, for Christ's sake, it's no. I didn't mean a problem. Get over That's it. not at all. No, I meant like um, those like creepy guys that like you know can't talk to girls or whatever, and they like, oh, you know, like creepy. Kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I haven't I haven't experienced too much of that uh, at contests. Everybody's been been pretty awesome, so. You know. That's good. Now, if you want, if you want to talk about creepy dudes on Facebook or Instagram, that's a whole other thing. Ooh, she's <laughs> she has gotten some messages, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you. All right, here we go. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the one sending the messages to like Adam. She, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Adam, I'm laying in bed watching your video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, no. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there are some creeps out there, especially uh, yeah. the sky massage that we know. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> uh, so yeah. what are some of the messages you get? Are you like, obviously, there's like su- super creepy, creepy ones. But do you get a lot of ones like, hey, I live halfway around the world, but come come hang out with me and fly my airplane with me. And then, I don't know. Like, yeah, get I get I get a lot of those. I get a lot of I want to come fly with you, um, take me for an airplane ride. You know, and it's a lot of the and whatever. I, I'm honestly I'm I'm not that easily offended. And if you're saying something and you're joking and it's you know inappropriate or borderline yeah. inappropriate, it's fine. It, there is a line, right? There's a there's a line um, that you just can't cross. Like, right? Don't yeah. I also feel like with don't send, don't send me dick pics if I didn't ask for it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's it. There you go. There it is. That is a line you don't cross. And that's and, fair. And then when I don't respond, don't send me a bunch of messages saying, "Did you like the picture?" Hey, did you get it? I'm not sure if the picture came through. Did you get it? Here's another one. Yeah. It's obviously uh, left her speechless. Let me just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like like for as long as I've known Brit, I feel like Brit is the type of person like um, if she knows you, there's probably no offending her. But if she doesn't know you and you say the wrong thing, 
sh- it it does not go over well. Would that be a fair? Yeah, sort of, maybe sort of. I mean, I, I I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. And that's a good uh, thing. I mean, that, yeah. If somebody says something stupid, I'm always like, yeah, maybe that's not what they meant. And if I'm really upset about it, then I'll ask for clarification. Right? Maybe he I'm meant like, another. Yeah. He meant he meant to send a dick pic to another Brit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was it's it. A very common name. <laughs> There's a lot of guys out there flying lasers. <laughs> Super common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was another chapter 38 present. What do these guys expect? Like, oh my god! Like, talk about not having any game. Yeah, it's weird, right? I wish y'all. It's weird. Also, I mean, let's let's be honest. Aviation's a weird world, dude. It is. It is a weird world. I mean, but I mean, and it works both ways. There's a reason. There is a reason why there is a huge. No offense, guys. There's a reason why there's a huge market for for like pictures of naked women, and that women are not going out and clamoring for pictures of naked men. It's it's just yeah, yeah. I've tried to sell my panties on OnlyFans for years. Nobody's taken them. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the amount of vagina pics that I get on Facebook when I post, like, some, like, extra video, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's it's been it's been near zero for me for a long time. You get it all the time, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark, I, Mark, I think you should make some uh, MP Aviation branded, like, you know, like Speedo type of underwear. That's a good you, idea. You should wear those. I bet those would sell. That's a good but idea. They, but they but they have to have been used. Like used. for acro. Yeah. For acro. How do you know he doesn't already have these, by the way? <laughs> I'm like, I am not shocked at this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make some fly cool shit speedos, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you should like call these guys out that send you dick pics and just like repost it on like some anonymous page. We should have like a dick dick pick aerobatic club. And like people can anonymously dick pics. <laughs> Aerobatic pilots who get sent dick pics. Facebook group. Yep. This is actually yep. sounding really creepy because there's like five chicks that fly aerobatics and, and you want to create a group so that all the guys can look at the dick pics we see. What are you saying here, Jeff? That's a good point, Jeff. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Whatever. I went I went from a green <laughs> I went from agreeing with you to being totally offended and I'm not, I'm on Brit's side on this one. Yeah, that's so, you know what, you're so fucking like, you're such a liar too, Mark, because like even though we, we had a podcast with Sammy and Mark is like extra, extra, loves extras, right? And then yep. Sammy's like, yeah, pits, you know, you can fly anything and like I've flown in a limited, and Mark's like, yeah, Sammy, I agree with you, the pits is the best airplane. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> you are so full of it. Go back and listen, you're like, I always love the pits. You're going to make me like, pee my pants. You are like just such a fanboy of certain people, and you're like, I will never join a Facebook group that's about dick pics and everything. <laughs> oh my god! If Jeff sends me the invite, I'll I'll be right in there. <laughs> no, he's gonna make uh, up a name. His name's gonna be like Mike Concho. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel just to like cl- in closing or whatever. But like, I almost like the contest I've been to with girls and. I almost feel bad for them. Not, I don't feel bad for them. It's not like that, but it's just like sometimes, like some dudes are just like, you want to be like, dude, like just, just shut up, man, and like stop trying to like act like I don't know. They try to act t- not tough, but like they try to act like they got more game than they do or whatever. And it's just like just be chill and like and hang out and just everybody can just be normal. It's just the fact that there's a a girl at a contest that's like unfortunately a rarity. 
Um, I wish yeah. there was more girls competing. It's just like all of a sudden, like, um, it's like, oh, like, did you see so-and-so? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the first time they've seen a check. But, um, but yeah, I can imagine it's kind of annoying. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, I, would, I, never, I mean, if, it, if it's, really go- I guess if it's going on, I'm totally oblivious to it. <laughs> Oh, it's going on. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I'm, I'm completely unaware. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. But um, so you didn't buy, you didn't buy an extra. I probably will never forgive you. Um, it's unfortunate. <laughs> neither, and then, and neither, then, neither will Marcus extra. We're friends on uh, Instagram. I hung out with him quite a bit at Oshkosh last year. I'm sure he's not ever going to forgive me either. <laughs> he won't. No, he won't. And then you, then you went on to say that the extras are teddy bears, but I'll, not I'll all of them. Say. I said the one that I flew. Uh huh. Whatever. <laughs> it's not what we heard. <laughs> It sounds like it sounds like Micho took you in the back of his hangar and brainwashed you to only like MXs. That's what happened. I mean, he did give me a bunch of free swag. Oh, that's so. bullshit. Did he try to pe- pedal off his whole all of his old umbrellas on you too? His old umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> he was tra- he was charging extra for those. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. I'm super excited. I, first of all, I can't wait to see the airplane in person. Second of all, I can't wait to see you fly it. And third, I can't wait to see what you and Dave as a team, you know, um, achieve with the airplane. I'm, I'm super excited. Yes, I'm an extra fanboy, but I, I mean, it's, it's an unlimited aerobatic monoplane. Like how bad could it be? Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really, it's truly awesome. It's aw- It's awesome to have another, I mean, are there any MXs on the West? There, there was one on the West Coast, right? Um, I don't think there's any on the What's West Coast. Late? What's the inside track with MX, Britt? Like, what did Michio tell you that is is it really online, or are there any any uh, being delivered soon? I know that they're coming, but um, yeah, any, I, uh, I've seen pictures. I he showed me pictures of uh, Brad's. I think Brad's is, if I'm not mistaken, don't hold me to this. Is the next one that's going to be finished, and it's getting pretty close. I saw the pictures. It looks it looks pretty cool. Okay, so Brad, so Brad has an MXS now. He just got an MX two, and he's going to get another MXS. Is that right? I think so. Wow. Do I have that right, Jeff? Didn't he? Did didn't we see pictures of his getting delivered in Salt Lake City, the unpainted one? That's what I thought. And his MXS right now is pretty rad looking. I just yeah. said Brad. Oh my god. Maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> the one. Maybe he has it already. It's just not painted. I. I like I said, I'm I'm brand new to the MX family, so to the world. I'm probably the the the, <laughs> the wrong person to be asking these questions to. I mean, he did talk about the production, and it sounds like production is ramping back up again, and 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 um, they're getting they're getting started. So I'm sure that you're going to be seeing more. Yeah, I know it's exciting to see more. They have a bunch of them. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have nationals this year. To be honest. I hope so. You know, I don't know. We've already had some contests canceled this year, right? We have. That's what I, I thought. I read a couple. Um, I'm not saying we as in um, the West Coast or, or Chapter 38, but um, I thought I read well, some contests were, were already they were canceling. The, they were the ones. They were the ones that you were going to go to, right? And they just. It's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I booked my hotel and everything. Like, uh-huh. man, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I like I like Brit. She's calling you out on everything, Marcus. No, I, I love Brit. I I I still I'm still gonna try to make a contest this year. I I'm nervous about my recall though, because I have 45 days to get recalled and then I, I might be in training. Like I had a buddy ask me about Reno racing his plane in Reno, and I'm like, I'm supposed to be back in August and then go I go into training. So it's like I don't know. I don't know what like the the last half of the year is gonna gonna have for me, but I really do want to go. I mean, I, why don't you come to our contest? We are we already got the green light from the city of Coalinga that we can host our contest this year, so it's on. It's, that's great. It's your it's your local chapters contest. When it's is it? Far, it's not far away. It's the first weekend in June. Okay. Down at Coalinga. Maybe I'll plan on. Is that, maybe I'll plan to do that. Is that the one that? Uh, AJ is getting money to donate to each category. I think that's Borrego. Prob- yeah, no, probably not. That's probably AJ's chapter. Um, that's the LA chapter. I can't remember what their number is right oh, now. Oh, so they, it'd be what Foxy Figures they, then, maybe? No, they have theirs at Apple Valley. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Foxy Figures is chapter 26. I think that canceled this year. Mm-hmm. Did it not? Somebody Probably, told me Foxy figures. I doubt it. Okay. I, d- I doubt it. I just talked to somebody from chapter 26 the other day and it sounds like it's still going to be on. They changed the Foxy figures moved their date. They used to have it earlier and they, they put it to uh labor day weekend. Cause when we went last year, they did have it last year and it was, I mean, it was you huge. Were talking, you, were, you were talking about wanting to take a vacation to hell, Jeff. This was a vacation to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I heard about that contest. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I I wrote an article about it in our newsletter. I'll forward it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was oh, so shit. hot. It was so hot. So, it was like 105. So what makes, I um, yeah. Oh, shit. What yeah. makes your contest different? Like, what do you, because I'm, kind of thinking about different things to do at contests at the Northeast level um, or in the Northeast. I mean, um, do you guys do anything fun at contests that make it a little bit, you know, outside of the flying or do you guys offer any awards or. I mean, I think, I think that we have the best pool party ever. So you guys have a I pool mean, there. Jeez. I've heard stories. Oh yeah. Big pool party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds fun. It is fun. So yeah, we all, you know, we always stay at, so and this will mean I, something to Mark, but we always stay at Harris Ranch, which, um, you know, it's a, it's kind of a larger resort. It's, I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere, right? It's on the five out in the middle of nowhere in California. Yeah. Um, that but, same road, highway 198 is uh, what I would take. I was stationed at Lemoore in the Navy. So I, I know, I know, I know Kalinga and I know that area really well. Yeah. That is the same like exit. Massive pool. They have this massive outdoor pool, almost uh, like a pool bar and everything. So, so after the con, after the contest, it's always a good time. Oh, cool! So, what happens there? Yeah. You guys just talk about aerobatics, I guys. Huh? You'll you'll have to come and <laughs> you'll have to come, you'll have to come and find out. Everybody wears flight suits and and sits around the pool and talks about aerobatics. It's really cool. Yeah, and aviator sunglasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. helmets. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, exactly. No, Spe- spewing cool. out top gun quotes. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Jeff, she uh Brit uh, we do have we do have another bone to pick with her. Not only does she pick MX over extra, she's anti helmet. Really? Why yeah. how dare you? Did you hear that sigh? That sigh, she's like, crap. I really wanted didn't want to talk about this topic. It's really personal. And now we're gonna get so into I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna phrase it to you this way. Why is it such a great idea not to wear a helmet? 
I am messing up my hair. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> I guarantee that if you wear a helmet, you will not get as many dick pics. <laughs> or more. You never know. <laughs> yeah. You'll get helmet pics of <laughs> Maybe maybe I'll get more. It'll cover up my face and they'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe this chick is super hot. Maybe I'll get more. Maybe I'll get yeah, more. Why don't you and just then start I doing can... like like crazy. Let's like wear like a fake mustache. That would make <laughs> that would probably get I'm more. Gonna wear, I'll weeks. wear a fake mustache with my bikini top. How's that? There we go. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Let's just get weird. Hell yeah. Miracle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no. So like, why don't you, so it's a hair thing. No, I was just joking. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't no. know. I just met you. We just became friends on Facebook. Like, True. Well, haven't you, I mean, haven't you been sitting here reading my Facebook page and learning all you can about me? I mean, what the hell? I've been, yeah, I've been not done your research. This end you. I'm just going <laughs> to pick this end you. <laughs> <laughs> I get angry here. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm anti-helmet. It's just, um, I don't know. I, I've worn them a couple of times. It's just, I don't find it comfortable. And it's probably because it's what I, it's what I know. It's what I'm comfortable with. Right. And, um, it's just when I have worn them, it's, it's been distracting to me and I find it, I don't know. Did I don't wear, find the, go ahead. Did you wear the Gentex? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm no, not no. like you guys. I don't know anything about helmets. They're the thing that goes on your head and they're hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what right. I know about. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. <laughs> no like you know what the best best part about the helmet is the visor i think you know because you don't have to wear sunglasses because especially in advance or unlimited um they just keep flopping around or flying off your head at least for me they have and um but i wear a bonehead because i'm a bonehead um and it's light and i really don't mind it maybe you just tried the wrong helmet yeah maybe you know, what would you recommend, Marcus? I mean, you got, I don't know. Lyft's got, Lyft's got a really good one. Maybe, I mean, I love, why don't you send a letter to, to uh, Lyft, Britt, and then have them like, maybe they throw you like a, a Lyft helmet in that paint scheme. Cause let me see. Uh, that would be super clean. I mean, if she was super, seriously interested in getting a helmet, Todd, I could get Todd to send you different sizes to try on, or you could try one of mine on, but, um, no, I'm yeah. j- I was just rationing on the helmet on the no, helmet I stuff. No, I know, I know. Well, so let me ask you guys this: Why are you guys so pro helmet? Oh, that's a good question. We need to, we need other, to look other, cool. other than other it. than <laughs> other than for Mark because it it adds about three inches to the top of his head. How dare all of you? <laughs> this is this is a hostile work environment. Oh my god, that is true. I never it is true. said that. <laughs> Mark's going to get like, what was that movie with the guy with the, uh, the Afro that was like 12 inches and like he was, it was like him in high school or something like that. It was from the nineties. Oh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Brett? No, sorry. I have no idea. We'll circle back to that. He had like that, that super, like, uh, it was like a straight up Afro, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yes, now I know what you're talking about. If I typed it up, I bet if I typed in straight up Alfro movie in Google, it would That's come what up. I just, I just Googled the same thing. <laughs> um, oh my God. I, your so, question. I so see a meme coming. 
Yeah. Sorry. That's a good idea, Go actually. <laughs> no. Um, no, I had a canopy hit me in the head. It, it uh, broke apart. So after that, I was like, I think I should wear a helmet if this ever happens again. Oh, God. What were you yeah, flying? So it was in, we, it was on one of the previous podcasts you can listen to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was an extra 200. Um, okay. I should have been like, no, it was an MX. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Kevin's MX. I sold it to him. Yeah, I sold it to him. He repainted it. Um, where I like multitasking, but yeah, it's just, it was unfortunate and I kind of got lucky. So I'm like, ah, I think I should, uh, wear a helmet. And uh-huh. then I, I went back to using a clarity aloft when I got the SC and whatchamacallit, I was flying a contest, um, and my sunglasses fell off and then hit me while I was like two figures later, nothing really crazy happened, but I'm yeah. like, this is just such a pain in the ass trying to find the right sunglasses and this and that. So I ended up um, going back to the bonehead and I like it. I mean, Bobby Holly turned me on some, some uh, Oregon arrow stuff to make it really comfortable. Uh-huh. And I love how you say Oregon. Like it's not Oregon. It's Oregon arrow. It's Oregon. How, how do you spell it? I mean, it's O-R-E-G- like E-G- Oregon. O N. So you think Oregon is? I'm just, I'm just curious here. The, the name of the movie. I mean, but it's like you say, you say, or I mean, I mean, I guess you're saying it like it's spelled, but so that's if like we're gonna, if we're gonna talk is, about this, then we're gonna have to bring up almond butter. We're gonna have to bring up um, what are the other words that people like uh, have two different. Oh, say. I've got, I've got Tomato, one for you. I've got one for you. If, you're, if your mom has a sister, what is she? What, what is her relationship to you? If your your mom's sister, Mark's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah, is it aunt or aunt? It's my aunt. No, it's not. It's your aunt. It's aunt. How, is it spe- how is it spelled? Okay, I agree with you. I, I am wrong, but Mark is wrong with the Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting in I'm sitting in Oregon right now. I can go ask somebody. Oh, really? Are you yeah, where I'm at? A, ah. I'm in a hotel in Wilsonville. Never heard of it. Wilsonville, oh, Oregon, huh? Link. Yeah, yeah. The big part of the town, I see. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Wilsonville, Oregon, huh? Where is that? Was it near? It's south of Portland. Okay. Yeah. Is she? Are you flying the uh, fly the king up there? Burke in Oregon. Yeah, but. Uh, Jim, Bur- yeah, Jim Burke. Uh, they live in Corvallis. They're not here right now, though. Last time I was up here, I went, I went down there for the day, but they're not here. Yeah, they're in Arizona, aren't they? I'm really, I'm not, yeah, they are. They are yeah. in Scottsdale. I'm really excited for him to get an MXS. I really am because he's really into freestyle too. So, so he used. Did you <sighs> know that he used to own Mitch's? Yeah. MX. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he sell it back to him? Um, I don't know question maybe because he got a new one yeah maybe i don't know wasn't that i i feel like for a while because like rob flew that in the interim before he got his and jim had ordered one i thought for a while that that airplane was going to kind of stick around and be like the spare i thought that was like his intent for it yeah i i have no idea what happened there no clue Hmm. was freestyle part of your Thought process, looking at advanced and beyond, 
like, were you like, I mean, do you have a gravitation towards freestyle and we're like, okay, the MX2 will do it better or. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. At some point. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah. you know, even in the laser and you've seen on some of my videos, obviously my 99.9% of the time it's practicing competition, but sometimes I'll just go out and mess around and, you know, do non-arresty stuff. Cause it's just fun. It's so much fun. I know. Yeah. I can't get myself to, uh, I can't apply myself enough to practice arresty stuff. So I just go out and fuck around all the time. It's just so much fun. I just like fucking yeah. around. Yeah. So I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm a very goal driven person. So for me, it's nice to have, uh, you know, figures that I am going to go practice and to have a, a, a purpose, not that I need a purpose to fly, but it's, it, it drives me. I'm, so it's nice yeah. to have a sequence and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And, and, you know, as you know, with aerobatics, it's the strive for perfection, which is impossible. So it's, uh, sure. you know, it's, yeah. it's this an, is going to be really a, cool for that guy, Dave too, because from what you guys are saying, he flies unlimited and he's going into an MX two. So now going from a laser to an MX two, um, I'm guessing it's going to be like, uh, great for him to, to score yeah. better maybe i can't um, i can't wait to watch dave fly this thing i mean he's such a good pilot i mean he was he was beating 330 scs in competition in the laser so i imagine yeah. that when that at this point when he shows up to a contest in the mx there's gonna be some people that go cry in the corner yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> is he gonna go to nationals uh that's the plan yeah and he's never been, so that'll also be exciting. Oh, right. I'll oh, be excited. Get this unlimited field bigger. Exactly. I'm excited to see what he does. So he has never flown the free in the laser. He flies the four minute free in his decathlon. And you should see Why it. does he do that? Because it's the most bitchin' thing I've ever seen. I've and seen he, videos of it. It's incredible. He does like knife edge spins and he does some uh, super, super, super buried outside snaps i mean it's freaking amazing i i don't know anybody else that can fly decathlon like that it's pretty awesome i oh, feel bad for that the decathlon it's pretty i think doug masters of. is better than him. oh yeah that's just one guy <laughs> <laughs> that's just one guy that's just yeah so i wonder what Not he'll anymore. do it'll be interesting to see what what he does if he keeps keeps doing that that's gonna be fun to see yeah yeah. So what's um, you're obviously so you're gonna hit Kalinga. Are you gonna hit because uh, isn't one of them's coming up in March, right? Is Borrego in March? I think Borrego's in April. I think the one has a has a contest down in Arizona in March. Um, okay. You know, on, honestly, I, in terms of the calendar, I you know I don't know for certain yet. It kind of just depends on what goes on with my schedule and. Um, you know, how training goes over the next, the next couple of months. I mean, if, if I still can't roll the damn thing by March, then, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I would imagine, um, I would imagine it's probably like learning a language, like you're going to pick up on it and then it'll just, it'll just make sense and click in and then things will just start happening. That's, that's probably what would, I mean, it seems uh, like you got to get an instructor too. So, yeah. Yeah. Coach, yeah. Whatever you want to call yeah. It. Yeah. I hope so. And that's that's also the advantage of of being in the same airplane, flying the same airplane, right? So one thing, you know, working with Dave and having him as a coach, the 
thing that I have come to realize that is a huge value and benefit to me is anybody can stand on the ground and as a judge and watch you and say, that was negative, that was positive, um, you bobbled the stop, you know, whatever. Um, I, I can do that. I can sit and do that all day long for anybody. Uh, what Dave does that is super valuable is he tells you what was wrong, but he, he knows how to tell you how to fix it. And sure. he knows how to, how to tell you how to fly it better. And that is so valuable. And so being in the same airplane together, you know, he's going to be flying the airplane. He's going to know the airplane and he's going to be able to tell me what I'm doing wrong and how to fly that, that specific airplane um, oh, cool. to fix, to fix my imperfections. Nice. So, so I got to ask you, um, we're really big in like nostalgic aerobatics here. I don't know um, if you follow the sport or like uh, we're into it in the nineties, early two thousands, but is there anybody out there? Like who is your favorite aerobatic competitor to watch? I, I didn't even know that the IC existed until two years ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still totally a newbie. Um, and they could be from anywhere in the world. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think it, this is going to sound like a really corny answer, but it's the truth. I think it just depends on, um, you know, on how you're looking at it. Um, you know, obviously as with everybody, I am in complete awe, uh, of the way that Rob Holland flies. I mean, it just freaking blows me away. Right. Yeah. He's, but, yeah, he's um, frustrating. <laughs> it's yeah. frustrating to watch him, how good he is. But, um, yeah, it's fun and it's fun to watch. Um, but I also have really enjoyed watching other people and other flights. Um, I think a perfect example, actually, do you guys know, do you know Barrett Hines? Oh, I thought a, you were going to say Justin Hickson. <laughs> <laughs> Barrett Hines is a Love you, Justin. Shout out. <laughs> he's an advanced pilot in um, in Southern California. He flies an extra, and he. I watched him fly last year. I'm a judge, and I watched him fly last year, and uh, then I watched him fly again this year in advanced. And there was a noticeable difference in his improvement from last year to this year that I saw just from, just from contests. It's not like we train or practice together. And for me, honestly, that was really cool to see. Um, yeah, I think that's I, awesome. I, think I, even, I think I even told him, right. So I, I really appreciate stuff like that. I mean, obviously are there people like, uh, uh, Melanie Astles and Svetlana that I think are just super badass women. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, you know, I, I watch their stuff online as well, but you know, to yeah, be Melanie honest, sick. <laughs> yeah. But if you're if you're asking me about people from like the '90s, I mean, I I was not, I didn't even know that this sport was a, I didn't even know it was a thing. So, <laughs> oh, we gotta send yeah. you some video then. Yeah, do. Send you some tape. It's fun to watch old school videos. Like I, I'm not in. I'm not like. Again, I guess I am like. Now that I'm 38, I guess I do. I am into old school stuff because everything from when I was young and paid attention to it is old now. But like, I'm not into like old black and white movies or anything like that. But one thing I am into is is old school aerobatics. 
I mean, mm-hmm. especially nineties, like that era is, was so fun to watch. You know, you can look back at old, old, like real shitty VHS, you know, like film with a potato and then put on YouTube <laughs> videos of, <laughs> of like some of the legends in the sport. Like it's so much fun. Mm. Yeah. Oh shit. Awesome. 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 Um, yeah, not the, uh, not the answer I was, uh, expecting, but a good answer. Very, uh, presidential answer. It's a new, <laughs> honestly, like what's cool about Brit is like, she's real deal, new generation, future generation, you know, um, going to carry the sport type person. You know what I mean? Um, thank you really fresh into the sport and like taking it by storm. And, and obviously you'll never not, I don't ever see you not doing something in aerobatics. Yeah. Like yeah, you're, I you're agree. so deep. Be fun. I think it's really cool. Yeah. It's, you oh, know, it's, awesome. it's crazy how much my, how much my life has changed in the last two years and how, um, you know, how much of a part of my life this has become. And I mean, you know this, Mark. You remember a couple of weeks, a couple, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, that I had a pretty, pretty good job offer, yeah. corporate jet, corporate jet job offer, and you know, we, you and I spent over an hour on the phone, right, talking yeah. about the, the pros and the cons, and, and, um, it, and ultimately, when it came down to it, I turned, I turned the job down, and one of the primary reasons that I turned the job down was because of the amount that I would be gone and the time that it would take me away from this sport, which is crazy to me. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I turned down this jet job because that's how committed I am to this. And I would have never, ever, ever imagined that I'd be sitting here saying that. Well, and I, I remember, so like, I, I do remember you training an attitude before you started working at, uh, I guess it was, you worked for Skyview, but like in the same building, Right. Um, yeah. But I, I do remember you training. I, I can only imagine, you know, you were the career track. Right. Like, so ultimately a jet job would be the dream job. Not even I wasn't even doing it as a career. I was doing it as a hobby. I had no intentions of becoming a professional pilot. OK. It, just, it all sort of happened. So now yeah. is not only are you a professional pilot, you're an aerobatic pilot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. I, I, I had a job in finance for 15 years before I started doing this. I mean, it was it was not on my agenda. It just all sort of happened, and I I can't imagine ever going back. That's awesome! Oh my God. Yeah, you got bit by the bug hard. I love how easy she's making it sound, and like there's somebody out there that's like just trying to make it work, but you know, just bad territory. Just not, there's like no, and she's like, yeah, it just kind of happened. I got an MX2 now and I'm flying advanced. It's cool. And there's somebody like, oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah. And it started, you know, like I just started thinking about it and then all of a sudden, like I just uh, bought an MX2 and you know, it's cool. I'll probably make the team. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. No big deal. No big deal. Oh my God. No, it's funny, you know, and it's, it's inspirational. Cause like, I remember, I remember those crossroads, you know, like, um, and we all make, especially in professional aviation or anything that you were like determined to do, we all make sacrifices to get there. But I just remember, I mean, I remember not doing any aerobatics for a, like years and years because I, I went the, I took the other road and I, I don't regret it, but now it's, it's a logistical nightmare to th- even think about, uh, working up for a contest 
Like it really is. It's when you're like, Mark, I thought you were you know, like Colinga's coming up. It's coming up in, you know, June. Or I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay. I like, I have to plan now to try to make it. Yeah. And it's an exhausting thing. You know, when, when you like, you pile everything else in and it's all great. I'm glad I did it, but it's, it's awesome to be able to focus on aerobatics. And it's, I think it's something that so many people wish they could, they could focus on and, and drive hard at it. So it's, it's, it's inspirational. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's, it's a decision, right? And there's choices that, that you make and there's most of the people in the sport, it's, you know, it's a, it's a hobby and that's fine. I mean, it's great. Everybody, everybody's in it for a different reason. Right. And there's lots of people that I see at contests that I know that make it to one or two contests a year. And, and that's awesome. We need people like that too, right? Not everybody, not everybody can be committed to this basically as a full-time thing. Um, yeah, right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, for you, Mark, what I would say is if you have to start planning now, then just fucking do it and stop making excuses, man. I know. <laughs> I know. Preach. I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know a guy who could give you some coaching and help you out. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I, and I, and I will need it. Like I, I, what I got to do is I, I got to start, I got to start flying the known and then go to some critique days and get some coaching and, and, and just make it happen. Just go. Yeah. It's more fun and when you don't do good. Well, it it doesn't have to be this. It doesn't. I mean, obviously, it's a commitment. But for somebody, you know, for like you. So first of all, I would say you don't have to go and fly advanced. Right. No, I mean, nor would I just fly sportsman, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, something that you go do every single day. I mean, you already know how to you know how to fly. Right. You might have some things that need to be, um, you know, tweaked a bit for, for competition. But I mean, you literally, you could say, hey, let's meet out in Tracy at one of our critique days. And you could, you could even say, I only have two hours, right? And we say, all yeah. right, fine. You fly out to Tracy. You know, you go up, you go in the box. Um, we have guys that do this all the time. You know, if you want two flights, you go up, you go in the box, you come land, you get fuel, take a 30-minute break, you go up again. And, uh, you know, if you need fuel, land again quickly. Otherwise, just head straight back to Concord. And I mean boom, you're in and out, you're done. And you got the critiquing and you're going to go fly anyways, man. You, I mean, yeah. you freaking post about it three times a week, which I do too. <laughs> but you might as well be doing something productive with it. I agree. The, I agree. The only way that Mark is going to go to one of these is if, is if you let him do like a seminar on helmets, just be like, Hey, I'll give you a, a seminar on helmets. You can talk to everybody about helmets and, you know, using a GoPro, but you'd have to practice too. He'd be like, I'm there. I'll be. <laughs> you should. I'll even let you make some memes about me on that. Uh-oh. Deal. Deal. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Britt, you just entered a world of pain. <laughs> oh I know. I know. I already, she she already saw one of them. I did. On the Aerobatic Pilots page. <laughs> the one of uh, Salt Bay dropping some washers for good luck, <laughs> sprinkling the washers down. <laughs> Oh my God. I love this. She's got that. a sense of humor. Thank God. <laughs> oh yeah. Lord. Uh, it's all in good fun. Then. I got a good game. So let's think of some aircraft manufacturers here. Um, we'll play fuck, Mary kill. So we're going to do extra MX and your laser. Okay. What is the game? You never played that game before the fuck, Mary kill. 
Uh, I don't know. It's Probably usually not. played with with like with. This uh, is not something that girls usually play. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about that. I'll play. It's okay. Well, I'll anyway. play. Just no, no. I just about. mean she'll she'll need like a little explanation. Basically, it, well, you want me to explain it? Go, yeah, go over the rules. <laughs> Basically, fuck Mary kill is you're picking what you would want to fuck. Uh-huh. Then you're want you're picking which one you'd want to marry, and then you're picking which one you'd want to kill. It's, it's it's fairly simple, but that's it's basically you're picking a hierarchy of you know which one can you know the, there's two that you can't do without right. You got to pick you got to kill one of them. But then what which one do you want to be with forever, and then which one do you want to just kind of you know kind of bang it out with? <laughs> All right. All right, somebody, one of you guys go first, and then I'll go second. How's that? Oh, I'd love to go. Mark, do me. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold right. on. Where's this Hold podcast on. going? Can you, can you put me on mute? I don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're talking about airplanes. I don't know where your head is. <laughs> uh, watching Adam Bessenheimer videos still. Um, exactly wait what'd you say sorry i was distracted (laughs) (laughs) all right so you want me to ask you fuck mary kill jeff yeah go for it okay and i get to pick the airplanes are we all doing are we all doing the same three okay make it fun so that it gets really awkward all right fuck mary kill (laughs) um pits s2a Ooh, classic Extra 200 and oh, what's the third one I want to pick? Extreme Decathlon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's easy. I definitely kill the Extreme Decathlon. um, I'd marry my S2A and then I'd fuck the 200. That's so easy. Give me a hard one. Hold on. I just just want to say... Uh, that that last quote, I'd fuck the 200. That is definitely going to be a meme. That should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> that should be it. a bumper sticker. I'm proud of I'm proud of inventing that too. So thank That's you. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a testament to the 200. Walter Extra would be yeah. so proud. <laughs> we should send him one to put on his like Fiat or something. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's probably no, no. Fuck that. Extra's rolling around in like a Rolls Royce with all the NG sales. He's just showing right? the factory right now. Just like with some like butler, you know, in white gloves opening the door for him. And he's just getting out with every world champion medal around his neck. People are carrying like a throne on their shoulders, him him into the factory. Yeah, total rap video style. Yeah, I he's think they told chains. me that they've sold like 24, 25 NGs already. Yeah, there's a backlog on it. Like yeah. a qu- several months, which We're, is that's great. Yeah, Doug, was Doug trying to push you on an NG? Is that why he didn't really set up the LX? No, not really. That sounds like a yes. He was, try- he was trying to push that LC, which I don't understand. Maybe, maybe it's because nobody wants it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's a $330,000 300L. Yeah. Is essentially what it is. I mean, I hate to be shitty. Love you, Doug. I think, yeah, pick a side, Mark. Pick a fucking side. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's a weird airplane because it's it should have been the 330LX. The 330LX type certificate is 330LC. Yeah. Fun fact. Yep. Um, yep. It is the same type. There's, you know, it's just a weird airplane and it's not a full 330LX. Like anybody that's like, oh, you know, there's you know, the cup holders different. Bullshit. It's, it's a different. Air. It's not. It's not as simple as that. 
Yeah. Anyway, we got to get back to fuck, Mary kill. Oh yeah. So you get the rules, right, Brett? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Good. That was actually a good selection of uh, choices, Mark. I'm proud of you. That was Dude, I'm, I'm, I, I, I couldn't even get extreme decathlon out without laughing. <laughs> oh, actually I got, let me go for Mark. I'll go first. Okay. So I am so excited about this because I just thought of it. Ready, Mark? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. All right. You're extra midwing. Okay. Is extra midwing, the white midwing. Okay. Or Bo or Bo's midwing down in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually pretty easy too. Okay. Oh, I almost want to answer for you because it's so good. <laughs> let me let me see if you get it right. You go. You tell me what I would th- what I would say, and I'll see if it's right. God, I feel like well, I'm like I, think we should, I feel like I'm interrupting a bromance here. This is so weird. You no, guys. you're part of it. Oh, don't be a <laughs> now you're yeah, you're part of the bromance. It's a trimance now. Yeah, yeah that's a trimance. All right, here I'll I'll answer it. All right, no, so I, I also I want to hear if Jeff can get it right. I'm curious how, okay. how well he knows you. I want to hear I'll, this. I'll be honest too. I'll be honest if he gets it right. He will. Right. Huh. You're gonna kill Bo's midwing. Fuck correct. Matches midwink and marry yours. Correct. That's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it's super easy. That's a hundred percent correct. So easy. Cause like what? Fuck matcha, right? I hate that guy. No, yeah. He's, he's an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the midwing mafia. Oh my God. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What do we say? So, what were the ones for Brit? I forget what hers. I know. Laser. Oh, what? So laser, right? Yeah. Were mine good? Did I, or did you put some thought into it? Well, you said it once. I'm just trying to remember what you said. Cause you did ask once. I said those- laser game. I said the laser extra or the and game bricks. Okay. Or MS. Oh, okay. Or, uh, well, she hasn't flown the game. You haven't flown, you don't really know anything about the game. No, bird, I haven't right? flown the game bird. So that that's probably not fair. Yeah. Um, Ooh, how about super decathlon laser or uh, extra? No, super decathlon MX or extra. There we go. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a toughie for the for one of the for two of those. Well, no, it's actually not that tough. Uh, okay. Okay. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd marry the decathlon. I'd uh, yeah. I'd. Fuck the MX and I'd kill the extra. Wow. Oh Sorry. Sorry. Was not true. expecting that. And that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. You know, my chest is tight. It's hot. Girl buys an girl buys an MX and then just starts romping on extra for the past Jeez. few hours. <laughs> Fucking a. Stocks just plummeted. I think I'm gonna get a vinyl sticker of a teddy bear and put it on my SC. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Oh my God. What are you going to put on your Amex? Do like a, do something really like cliche, put like, uh, I don't know. What would you, what kind of animal sticker would you like? What would you do vinyl wise on your, uh, your new airplane there? Oh man. I don't know. An animal. I don't know. Animal. mouth. That's always cool. Yeah. I was was actually just going to say a shark. And the next I words out of my mouth were, were going to be, it's, it's, uh, it's the apex predator, but that's not true. Technically a killer whale is the apex predator, but that's kind of like Shamu-esque. Uh, more, more like humans. 
God, yeah. haven't you watched? <laughs> <Okay>. Just put, <laughs> just just put a lumberjack a lumberjack on the uh, on the tail. Oh my god! Or get like just just wrapping in flannel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Real talk: a plaid a plaid painted airplane would be so sick. Oh, oh, can you imagine watching a plaid painted airplane do acro though? I mean, I think it would it'd be, be hard. Busy. It'd, yeah. it'd be like, it'd be like those trippy, you know, like those trippy black and white pictures where you look at it and it looks like it's moving. That's a, yeah. Yeah. How fun would it be if it like, it started giving people seizures. Remember there's like a, uh, there was like a Japanese <laughs> cartoon that would like give kids seizures. Cause it was like f- super weird flashy lights and it like kids would stare at the TV and get seizures. Oh Maybe that's God. what happened. I don't know. Sounds kind of fun. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put a teddy bear on it. I don't care what it is. I like, te- I like teddy bears. I like teddy bears. So what? Me. Yeah. Everybody, everybody at Extra is going to hate me. It's, I'm not, I'm not bagging on the, you, you, you not, bought an MX. You, they already I know. hate you. Sorry. I'm not, ba- <laughs> no, I'm not bagging. Good. I'm not begging on the extras. It's a great airplane. I mean, well, I you're going to have to, I still love that airplane. I mean, you're going to have to, somebody gave not, me an extra. I'd fly it. You're going to have to borrow one at AWAC when yours is broken. I mean, so, you know, <laughs> oh my God, Bicho is going to shoot you. I'll just play Rob's. There you go. Yeah, Mark no, that is awesome. And I, it's just, I love that I'm odds getting one thing at competition. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? No, I just I, I love that odds getting one. So there'll be one overseas that they, you know, hopefully some arrangements arrangements can be worked out. And then like there's been some three thirty, you know, arrangements talked about in the States uh, and then one going going overseas. Like I it's good. You know, it's good that more people, you know, you have, you know, in the network of people in the know, you know, four or five airplanes that that, you know, nobody will go without an airplane for a training camp or, uh, you know, going to AWAC or WAC. It's a good thing. It's good. It's really good for this MX too. And not to toot your horn, uh, Britt, but I'm happy that it's staying in competition and higher level competition. It's not just some guy who's, you know, going to get it and probably will only last like two seasons and it's going to, you know, change hands or just sit around and not do anything. It's, it's going to be exciting to actually see it compete and do well. Um, Or some guy that like is upgrading from an RV six that just really loves barrel rolls and, yeah you'll yeah, never see it again this thing really fly its ass off me too yeah i'm excited so it's gonna be good we're actually um and on a more serious note we're actually offering um we're paying for people we're sponsoring airplanes now this uh podcast and oh um, that'd be nice yeah, yeah we're doing big things yeah 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 do you have do you have like a rivet or something we can put <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly how about a Connor pin? <laughs> yeah, Connor, yeah. I have a Connor pin that has your name on it. Okay, fine. Like a, <laughs> some safety wire we can just like color with a Sharpie or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> like an AN bolt, like a wheel pan bolt. You said that right, Mark. Yeah, yeah. That's what, uh, well, we were talking about that with Sammy. Yeah, we're going to beat a yeah. wheel pan bolt podcast advertising. Yeah, <laughs> just put a micro sticker on the, on the wheel pan. Here's six bucks. Go get a Chipotle burrito. Thanks for the support. Thanks. Yeah. So, bro, what's what's like? Obviously, you're you're enjoying the journey, and it'll never, you know, the the path to perfection, not to be cliche, will never, you know, it's just that that never ending journey, right? But what when you look at the what what is the top for you? What where 
where will you reach and be like, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm where I want to be. What, what is your end goal? You know, I don't, I don't know if I, it's my personality. I don't know if I'll ever be satisfied with, with wherever it is that I end up. Right. Because I, there's always more, um, sure, yeah. right. You know, and I that's mean, you're just on all- cool shits podcast right now. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Exactly. Shit. I don't know that it's going to get any better from here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think no. this is just gonna, this is going to launch my career, guys. <laughs> you have no idea how many dick pics you're going to get after this. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. It's the only just from Jeff alone. That's the only reason why I raced to the Apple Store today to get the AirPods. I knew if I if I missed this, I was going to be uh yeah, I was going to be missing a huge opportunity, right? Well, you're a smart girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I don't. Long term, I I wouldn't say that I have a defined goal. That I would say this is exactly what I'm I'm working towards. I mean, right now in the interim, we already talked about it's you know it's becoming competitive and advanced and improving and hopefully being a part of the team. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm focusing on right now. At some point, someday. I think I would like to do air shows. I don't know if that's necessarily something that I want to do full time uh, yeah. like to the ex- like to the extent that Rob does it, but I'm definitely interested in doing that. Um, but it's kind of on the back burner right now. I don't want that to be a distraction for me. Sure. Um, now, uh, currently. Um, it, yeah, so I love it. If you posted videos of this whole journey with the MX too, I think it would be really helpful too that, you know, people looking to move up from, say, the position you were in with the laser or, you know, some type of intermediate airplane and um, just seeing how day to day the MX takes to you and and what you have to do to get up to speed and stuff like that. I, I would oh, yeah. watch it. I mean, I think that I'm, I'm super excited. But as a friend, I mean, you know, this like I, I'm I try to be, uh, you know, we're friends. So I obviously try to be super supportive wherever I can, which I'm, I'm just an outsider, you know, giving you the, the, the cheer, cheer pom poms, you know, but, um, <laughs> if you like, I can't wait to watch, I can't wait to watch this transition and this journey. Cause it's, it's really exciting. So hopefully, um, you know, we obviously get to talk, but hopefully you, you post it and make it not to, that you have to put yourself out there, but, um, I think a lot of people would love to watch, um, you know, this next step. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So is team selection in well, team selection, you're trying to go, what would be 2022 and then AWAC is 2023. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, okay. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an achievable goal. Yeah. I mean, it's aggressive. It's, <laughs> I know it's an aggressive goal, but I mean, Shit, not if, if you have the right coaching. Advance. If, if your goals crazy. don't scare you, you should probably reconsider, right? That's yeah, not definitely. But advance. Well, that's the thing is, if you waited till you were ready, you would never do it. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, okay, I'm not going to even think about it until I'm ready. Like, who's ever ready? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or whoever, whoever feels like, okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, I can just do it. Yeah. I mean, setting a goal and just going for it, and then you, I mean, you'll be ready. Uh, it's just yeah. uh, having a goal and having a timeline is really, you know, it'll put pressure on you in a good way. Yeah. Probably the advantage that I have is I'm so new to the sport and so inexperienced with this stuff that I'm, you know, 
I'm stupid enough to try it or to go for it and not listen to what everybody else says, right? You know, (laughs) how many people have told me, even last year, you know, when I would joke about, oh, I want an extra or I want a bigger airplane. And so many people basically, I I shouldn't say so many, but there were several people that, you know, kind of gave me the comment like, hey, little girl, just sit down and enjoy the journey and enjoy the ride. And, you know, you should fly, you should fly sportsmen for a few years and make sure that, you know, make sure that you really are, are winning all the time. And then you should fly intermediate. You know, there's people that fly intermediate for five or six years and don't even be thinking about advanced and just enjoy the journey. And yeah. it's, uh, honestly, that's not my, that's not my personality at all. If I, well, and that's not I, even good advice. Can, yeah. But if I commit to something, it's, it's all in. Otherwise I just don't do it. <laughs> well, and you're, you're like, you're the perfect mentality for, uh, competition aerobatics i mean that's that's kind of what you need the people that are in the intermediate for five years don't have the drive to compete and progress it's like you know maybe that's what they're the limits of their airplane or the limits of their abilities and they're just like i'm chill you know um i'll I'll sit here for a while no there's nothing wrong wrong with that no but you know that that kind of reminds me that like there's like a parallel like I, i used to hear that you know, the paying your dues. I used to hear that all the time when I was, and you've probably heard this, you know, like oh, yeah. my first jet job, my first uh, turboprop job flying freight. They're just like, Oh, you know, you pay your dues here. And, and, you know, you got to pay your dues. I paid my dues. You got to pay your dues. And I, I can't stand that mentality. You know, it's like, yeah. if you have the ability, the talent, the money, uh, and you could do it, there's no, there's no reason. Like there's no, constraints that you need to put on yourself just because somebody else did it or like that's the way somebody else thinks it should be done i I can't stand that yeah and i you know i realize i'm in a different position than a lot of people and i'm i'm very fortunate um you know that i that i'm in a place where i can do this but quite honestly i i oh i know that this is going to sound cheesy but it would not be where i am right now if it wasn't for the coaching that i've gotten from dave i mean it just you know, I've had, uh, I've had in the totality of my aerobatic career for practices, I've had five uncoached flights. Five. Okay. That, that's it. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about how many, how many times I've practiced and, uh, I mean, we're talking about hundreds, right? Maybe thousands of practice flights, you know, we'll, we'll do camps and we'll, I'll, we'll go do a camp for four or five days and I'll do four flights a day for five days in a row. Sure. Yeah. And, you do some intense training. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes a huge difference. It's different than, than the guy that, you know, gets coaching every once in a while or goes to a contest and relies on judges to give him or her feedback. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's a difference. It's a difference in the level of commitment, and, but it's also a difference in, in the opportunity. Not everybody, you know, lives within close proximity to, to somebody that can provide that. So, yeah. When you think about the number of junk flights, it's just the average, you know, like Jeff, like how many, I mean, obviously you have the skills to be able to discern yourself in the cockpit, like when you're practicing advance and stuff, but you know, like a hundred percent of my flights would be, unless like just going through and getting familiar with a sequence would be junk flights. It would be waste. It'd be more or less wasted time. And how many, how many people out there, you know, are wasting time uh, or wasting flights and, and just doing things that are not, they're not helping their flying in any way. You know, there's probably so, yeah. so much wasted flight time 
but yeah, I think it's practicing for competitions. Orientated. And I think Brit's, you know, if, um, I think she's just got a goal in mind. And, and honestly, getting critique on the ground all the time, 100% of the time is the, it's the way to go if you're, you know, a rusty flying and, and you have that kind of goal. And that's why I really don't think it's unfeasible to, uh, to make the team in this MX and uh, training only by being critiqued. Um, I know the French, they don't fly with, unless somebody's on the ground. Same they thing. never fly. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, they don't just go up and have an SC and just go dick around unless they, you know, unless it's a private owner, um, if it's a different SC, but um, like all the flying I do, like I really don't, I just don't have the time to go dick around, you know, with my schedule and yeah. everything like that. So I'll fly maybe every year. I mean, I'm going to have to pump up the numbers a little bit because I'm learning a new category, but you know, like last season for 20, no, sorry for 2019. Um, I think I flew aerobatic hours, not, you know, I had to do cross countries cause I live on the, all the way on the East coast. So getting to Kansas and some of these competitions, but maybe aerobatic hours, I did 20 or 30, very little. And I would say like, I don't know, 90% of that was, was coaching. Um, and it's, you know, he's, I prepare a lot on the ground. I do a lot of, we've talked about this, you know, just a lot of walkthroughs and a lot of, a lot of, yeah. uh, note taking and stuff like that. And, you know, if you have that goal, you know, in your head of what you want to do, that's what it takes. Um, but there's nothing wrong if people want to go out and, you know, go play around with tumbles and knife edge spins and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but you know, I just, I just don't have the time for that. I mean, I, I wish I did, but I just yeah, of course. and there's, and you know, going back to the competition stuff, there's also nothing wrong with the people that, you know, that are flying once a week or once every two weeks and aren't getting critiqued all the time. It's, it, you know, it's the sport is interesting and in that it is not a, you know, it's an amateur sport, but everybody approaches it differently, right? Some yeah. people go, some people are in it just for the, the camaraderie of aerobatics and some of the social aspects. Some people uh, take it a little bit more seriously and, and that's okay. Just as long as it's okay, as long as everybody that's there and competing can see that and and respect that everybody comes at it from a different viewpoint what i think is not okay is when you have guys that um you know don't have the same level of commitment for whatever reason maybe it's time maybe it's money maybe it's just you know that they their heart isn't in it but then you can't be upset when somebody who is 100 percent committed shows up to a contest and beats you yeah like, oh for sure that, does that even happen yeah it does uh, um, so it, it's, it's an interesting sport from that perspective. You know, it, it is funny. Cause like, I, I think about aerobatics almost all the time. I love doing the podcast. That's why we created the podcast. It's, it's super fun. Love the world. Obviously been teaching recreational aerobatics for over a decade. Um, and I, I see a lot of parallels to, to, uh, like some other sport or, you know, to other sports where, you know, there's people that obsess, literally obsess over what they're doing and you can't, there's no way the average, the, the, or the weekend warrior or the person that just can't dedicate or refuses to dedicate that amount of time, energy, money, whatever, have you know, what have you, you're, you're not, you're never going to beat that person that's, that is obsessing 24 seven of, 
achieving that goal or, or, or winning or, you know, there's just no way. There's just no way. So it's, it's shocking to me to even hear that people have, uh, aspirations like, Oh yeah, I can, you know, I can, you know, fly a couple times a month and, you know, do two contests and, uh, you know, I'll probably win. Like what? Maybe, but, uh, if, if some real dedicated people show up, uh, no, don't hold your breath. Yep. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, all right. Well, you got any more questions, uh, Hefe? Um, I don't know. I feel like we uh, we answered all of them. Um, I'm just really, I hope you, you post a lot of videos of this. Uh, um, I, have to, I hate sounding very cliche, but this journey. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, as much as we joke around with airplane manufacturers and this and that, I am really, really pumped for MX and what they're doing. And I, Me too. I whole, I really wholeheartedly believe that there needs to be variety in competitions. And um, I know it's not why you picked the MX. Um, it's an amazing airplane, but um, I'm excited for it to, to be on the scene and for other people to get theirs. But um, yeah, just document. There needs to be more um, videos besides Rob Holland <laughs> flying an MX. <laughs> I I will. I'll be honest. The thing that I struggle with with the videos is just... Um, the time, I, you know, I, I take video pretty much of every flight that I do. Right? I, I have a, I mean, I have like hard drives, like four terabyte hard drives that are full of, of footage from flying. Um, Just send it to Mark. He'll cut it off. <laughs> Honestly, that's the thing that I struggle with the most is the time to just go through it and to edit it and to cut things out. And, and because of my, my kind of perfectionist personality, I have a really difficult time just taking a snippet of raw footage and, and throwing it on the internet. Cause I think that it, you know, is uninteresting and there can be more that can be done with it and it can be made better if you put it into a full edited video, but that takes me like three whole damn days to make. Yeah. So that's, that's the biggest thing that I struggle with, with, um, with getting footage out there. Maybe I just need to get over it and, and, uh, I'll just throw some simple yeah, clips up, you know, just grab a, grab a minute exactly. snippet, you know, and, and just, you know, throw some stuff up on Instagram every now and again. Cause yeah, I can tell you, I, I like, I'm super excited. Like, uh, you know, from the point of picking up the MX to, uh, watching you try to achieve, um, you know, the goal of making the team and, and going to AWAC, like that's super exciting. Like that's, you can make a movie on that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think everybody's going to be super, super excited to watch that. Maybe I should hire Josh to just follow me around everywhere and take videos. You should. It's it. This is what I, I mean. Jeff and I talk about this all the time. Like this you, is this is the interesting stuff. We're into it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Nobody, like that's where like we're pushing a lot of people on social media is to like just be. I'm not asking people to be really active, but if you see something that you like, just hit the like button or just be like, "Hey, that was really cool." Because yeah. believe it or not, there are so many like. Um, fans out there or whatever you want to call them or people that just appreciate each other's flying. But for whatever the reason is, they nobody says, and I was one of them. Um, I, I don't know why, but I'm trying to be better about just hitting, hitting the like button and taking two seconds. Cause it goes a long way with people. I, I really think it does. Yeah, absolutely. It does. I and you, I can tell you one thing that there'll be a lot of, so I have a whole folder, um, of clips short clips of video on my laptop and i think the 
uh, I think the folder is called what the fuck did you say? And uh, that's what I named <laughs> the folder because I have so many clips from either in the cockpit or even the wing mount where I'm not happy with a figure and you can just, you can see my face where I just go, fuck. I, can, <laughs> I, I have all these 10 second clips. Um, maybe I'll make That's a, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of those coming up. So maybe I'll make a whole uh, montage of. <laughs> That'd be super fun to see. <laughs> me screaming yeah i dig it <laughs> sweet well sweet Wait, that's about it Britt, uh cool. give us give us the plugs on all your social media where can people follow you where can people find you where can you know uh any last words of wisdom that you want to tell everybody out there i mean no real words of wisdom just uh you know if you want to do something just do it i mean it's People, people make excuses <coughs> all the time. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy who wears the unicorn hat in this extra. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for a buck. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, you know, and, and, uh, don't, you know, the biggest thing that I've learned with people or sorry from this whole process and this journey, especially with aerobatics is, you know, number one, don't listen to what anybody else says about who you are or about what your capabilities are or are not and about what your process should be because it's different for everybody. And, and um, you know, that's kind of the biggest thing that I've learned. And the second thing is find the people that will support you and and encourage you. And I know it sounds very cliche, but honestly, that's that's what has brought me to where I am within two years. And if I can continue this and this momentum and with these people, I mean, yeah, I think I, I think I have a good shot at making the team. We'll see. Awesome. Can't wait to watch it. How do people contact you for joining? It's IEC 38. I think I remember right. Yep. Yep. IEC chapter 38 for Northern California. You do not have to be in Northern California to be a chapter member. Jim Burke is a chapter member. Rob Holland is a chapter member. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So just IAC38.org or .com. I always get that screwed up. Yeah, I think it's .org. That sounds right. Yeah, All or right, just cool. shoot, just shoot, contact me, shoot me an email, I'll hook you up. Right now our website is in the process of, our IAC38 website is getting changed. It's, uh. It is IAC38.org. Yeah, it is. And our old website, just don't look at it. It's awful. We're, Fun we're, fact, there's the, the, there's a picture of the laser back when it was blue. And I think that's Darren Pleasant's flying it. It is Darren Pleasant. Yeah. That's Shout out to Darren. From. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, or, or reach out to me. Um, obviously, I can get you hooked up. Um, my Instagram is Brit Lincoln Aerobatics. Brit with two T's. I'm Britt Lincoln on Facebook. Pretty easy to find. I'm more concerned with how you spell Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking New Yorkers. <laughs> Is it? It's wait. Let me try it. L i n c o l n. L i n l i n c o l n. I don't know how the yeah. hell you spell yeah. Lincoln. <laughs> well, some yeah, people put like an H. They'll just throw an H in there sometimes, right? Or oh. it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you just throw an H in there. A Q. Just for a good measure. 
Is there a silent Q? Is there a silent G? There's a silent G. <laughs> yeah, it's L I N G G I N, right? Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Well, sweet. Sweet. Anything else uh, before we before we uh, sign off this thing? No, no this, has been, this has been great, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on. It's it, it, you're overdue. We've been trying to align schedules for a while, and I'm glad we finally got to get you on the podcast. And um, we'd love to have you back. Yeah, I'd love that. This has been great, and uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys updated, and I'll make a better effort to post some videos. I promise. We, they're gonna they're gonna be embarrassing for a while so so be easy on the judgment <laughs> honestly it's nice it's nice to see human flying you know i think yeah. jeff doesn't want to see rob fly because he he it's it's like watching a flight simulator just simulate you know it's it's nice to fly some yeah you know we want to see real flying and 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 the progression and you know it's good yeah 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 real life shit thanks, you know Brit. yeah thanks Britt. thanks guys yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll let you guys get back to your bromance. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> there's, there's no getting back to it. It, it, it never stops. <laughs> right. Thank All you. right, guys. <laughs> Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 